share something briefly. I'll take it from Luke chapter 17 from verse 11 to 17. This is a story about 10 lepers. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, they met him Ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They lifted their voices and said, What? Jesus, not only Jesus, what? Master, have all mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that, he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Normally, the children of God, those who are closer to God, take things for granted. And when somebody from afar experiences God a little, they are appreciated. You can be in the corridor of power for so long that you don't respect power again. You can have money with you so much that when somebody gives you anything, you don't appreciate it. The Bible says that 10 lepers, and lepers used to be at the gate. They were almost like outcasts. Their disease is infectious. So when you got leprosy, because it was so infectious, they put them outside the gate and they stand by the gate and they eat leftovers. When you are not dignified, when you're coming, you have to make a sound and tell them so that people don't come in contact with you. They are ordered to distance themselves from the entire society. And here they were, they always at the gate so that when people are coming, they can throw something to them. They saw Jesus and they heard that this man has power to heal. So they didn't ask Jesus for money. They didn't ask him for food. Everyone has got his need. My need is different from your need. Their need was healing. So they cried to him. They said, this is the opportune time. Jesus is entering and passing by. We won't let him go. So they cried out and they lifted up their voice. They didn't say it in a low tone. Because the people that are following him, if we say it in a lower tone, you won't hear. So they shouted such a way that their voices overpowered the voices of the crowd. 
that is when somebody is desperate for something. If you're desperate for solution, you don't behave ordinary like ordinary people. So you see the reason why some of us don't get our result? They cried aloud. They didn't care about anybody. They didn't care about what people would say. They made sure that their voices overpowered the voices of the crowd. And indeed, Jesus heard them. Look at what they said. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, who is a master? What is the meaning of master? It means that the person owns you. He has some kind of authority over you. He said, master, you have authority over our life. You have authority over leprosy. You have authority over whatever virus that makes people leprous. You are master over them. So they call upon that master. Master over your situation. Master over your sickness. Master over your failure. Master over whatever you are confronted with. He said, Jesus, we don't only see you as Jesus. We see you as master have authority over whatever that confronts my life. I love them. They recognize that Jesus is the master. Did you recognize that he is master over your life, over whatever you do? When he's a master, and the thing looks impossible to any man on earth here. The master have authority over that thing. That is why we can turn to him and say, master. He was master over the storm. He had authority over them. Masters don't use their strength to do things. They only use their words. They command it. The moment they call him master, I said, these people are in a position to receive a miracle. Others were following him. We have a lot of people that follow Jesus because they've seen crowd following him. You know, sometimes you can follow a crowd without knowing why you are following them. They ask, why are you all going? They say, oh, you see, the people are going now. I also mix up with them. You don't even understand. They lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, the name that is above every name, you are a master over every situation. That when that name is mentioned, every knee shall bow. Master, have mercy on us. Sometimes you look at your life, think, I don't deserve this. Mercy. Mercy says that, yes, you haven't done all, but I will touch you. Because of God's mercy, the Bible says, we are not consumed. If I were God and I looked down upon mankind, sometimes human beings can stand and say, who is that God? And some can even insult God. 
And some of us have done it before. When we are frustrated, we turn our frustration on God. And you, God, cry, I've saved you how many years? You haven't given me a husband. You haven't given me this. You haven't given me this. I will stop serving you. Master, have mercy on us. The cry of our nation is that, Master, have mercy on us. Have mercy on Ghana. Have mercy on Africa. Have mercy on the world. Have mercy. Lord, we may not deserve, but have mercy. And when you ask for mercy, he will grant you mercy. So mercy spoke. They asked for mercy. He said, you can ask for mercy and remain in the same situation. So when he saw them, he said to them, go. You know, Jesus didn't pray for them. Masters give command. If you call me master and I say go, then you should go. So he tested whether they believe that he is really their master. Go. Show yourself to the priest. In those days, the priest, part of their training was for them to be able to know whether you are properly healed or not. So he said, you go and show yourself to the priest. Let the priest examine you whether you are properly healed. Then you can come. Some, I pray for people, I ask them, go to the hospital, go and check. So, when he saw them, he said, go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, as they went, what does it mean? They obeyed and on their way. Something happened. And as they went, and so it was that as they went, they were what? Cleansed. Before they got to the priests, they were cleansed. All the virus or bacteria all died. The source of the leprosy was gone. The thing that was causing it was destroyed. As they obeyed, obedience brings miracles. All the time, before or anytime God works, he needs the obedience of the believer or whoever is working with. Say, Joshua, march around Jericho. You can decide I won't march. But in their marching around and obeying what God said, that brought the wall down. Some of us don't want to stand in a place of obedience, but want to reap the fruit of obedience. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 says that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. The lepers were willing. They cried the master. But it's not only self-will. It's not only willing that I want to be, I want to prosper, I want to do this, I want to be that. No, there is an obedient aspect of it. If you are willing and obedient, 
you shall eat the fruit of the land. So the lepers continued their journey, and as they went there, before they got there, all sign of leprosy have left them. So they did the medical examination. So the priest said, look, you are cleansed. You can now go. So then the pain goes, but they say you are still sick. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the source of disease being destroyed. Not only having a temporal painkiller. Obedience brings that. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice, did what? He shouted when he was praying, where their voice must go beyond the voices of the crowd. When he got healed, his voice too went high. So when God doesn't, you put it in your pocket. Oh, Show off. Some people say, oh, you are too emotional. What should we do? I don't want anybody to tell us that when people are serving God, they're, they're emotional. The way say, oh, the way African, you serve God, you are too emotional. But when you go to football park, nobody is complaining. Before God, I'm behaving like this, you are complaining. That is misplaced priority. Sometimes, some of them will cry. Score your team and they will cry. Even if the mother dies, they won't cry like that. Sometimes your party loses and you cry more than if your father dies or your mother dies. He was happy and he cried out. And one of them, when he saw that he was here, returned. Anytime you pray and God answers you, go back to him with prayer. Go back to him to thank him. Learn how to say thank you. Unthankful heart is what God hates. It doesn't matter how little it is. Learn how to say thank you. He went back with a thankful heart. And one of them went back and saw that he was healed. Returned and with a loud voice did what? Glorify God. Glorify who? God. We need to give glory to God for whatever happened. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him what? Thanks. See, normally, when you think you don't deserve it, and they give you, you are thankful. When you think you deserve it, and you take it, you go. I suppose that the rest were Jews. The Christian, the tongue-talking men and women, those who pray and those who are super spiritual. I suppose those are those people who say, what? After all, we pray. After all, I'm, I'm holy. There are some who think they are very holy. And because of their holiness. So when I pray, I'll have to get it. But the guy said, look, I know I have weakness. I've been falling here and there. I didn't even deserve to get this miracle. And I have got it. Let me go back to my source and say thank you. Let us have the 
attitude of this Samaritan man. Don't let us be too familiar to God and his Holy Spirit. When even you get up in the morning, say thank you. Not everybody who slept got up. When you have a job and they are paying you salary at the end of the month, thank God. Someone has a better qualification than yours holding the certificate, going around, looking for the same work you are looking for, but you have it. Thank God. When you have a husband, thank God for his life. The reason why he remains like that is because you don't know how to thank God. Anytime you start thanking God, he begins to change things on your behalf. When he thank him, Jesus said something. Were there not ten cleansed? He took notice of all of them. Every prayer you prayed, God takes notice of you. If he answers, you know that he's answered your prayer. He said, were ye not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Ten were cleansed. Only one went to him. Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, your faith has made you well. In the other place, he said, your faith has made you whole. The others were cleansed, but they were not whole. You may get a miracle, but you need to have a holistic miracle in your life. Cleanse means that the disease is healed. And sometimes what leprosy does is that it chops off your hands and your toes. You can be cleansed. But it doesn't mean that the fingers has come back. But you need to have a restoration of the finger. This one fingers came back and he became whole. Every part that had been eaten off, there's a new one that was replaced. And that is how, when God begins something in your life, he completed and bring it to that place. And he will restore everything to its normalcy. God bless you. We have come with